Welcome to Forward Launch Your SaaS. I'm Kira Woodard, the podcast marketer and owner of Forward Launch. In this series, I sit down with executives whose marketing campaigns have resulted in impressive growth for their startups. In each episode, our guests talk about the one biggest piece of wisdom that they would share with other B2B SaaS marketing execs. Right today, I am sitting down with Ram. He's a serial entrepreneur and has been regarded as one of Boston's best entrepreneurs and engineers. He has nearly 30 years experience in technology development, senior management, marketing and sales uh, across multiple different countries from the U.S. and Canada to Israel and India. Uh, Ram founded Bento after experiencing his own pain with the dental insurance system personally. And while observing the issues on how benefit plans are built and administered, So that led him to founding Bento in order to create a better experience and actually provide affordable dental care for all Americans. And prior to starting his current company, he actually ran and successfully built multiple startups. So he was the founder and CEO of uh, Cimarron, the semiconductor brand Chill, uh, and several other companies. And he served lots of different senior positions as well. And his previous companies were also uh, acquired by some pretty big names. So Ram, I am super excited to chat with you and dig into your background today. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So do you want to give a little bit of insight into why you got into founding Bento? Yeah, so when I was running my companies or when I was a senior VP in a public company, every year I saw the premiums going up, but the care was going down. Mm. And the employees are the backbone of any company. And Mm -hmm. the better benefits we provide, and the happy they are because it's them and their families. So I felt like uh, there's something wrong with the system uh, in the workflow. And... uh, after I sold last company and then we we had a second exit, we sold that public company to another company. I wanted to do something that can really help employers manage their benefits better. And the benefits is in different areas. So I picked dental because dental is one of the worst managed benefit. Uh, you lose, there's a lot of leakage uh, and unnecessary uh, old systems uh, dragging your dollars down. Uh, th- that is one. And then a lot of people in the country don't have dental coverage. So with those two in mind, I thought technology can really bring these inefficiencies down and provide uh, affordable access to millions of people. Uh, that's, um, how, um, that's why I started Bento. Um, yeah, and I am curious as to what you feel is the insight that has allowed you to grow um, your your business. So, um, one when I when I went to um, dental office, especially when I took my son to get his wisdom teeth out, the dental office said uh, I had to pay three thousand dollars upfront. I said I have insurance. Then they said, no, 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 go do math. It's not real insurance. They only give you $1,000. Mm-hmm. 
prestige or respond. So then I did the math and over a 10 year period, I used to pay $2,000 per year for my mm-hmm. family, either I paid or my company paid. Uh, over a 10 year period, we paid $20,000 that one time I needed, they wouldn't pay. Mm-hmm. So I felt like, wow, if, if I put that $10,000 in my HSA account, I would have co- covered it today. Mm-hmm. I went for cleaning here and there and my family went for cleaning here and there, but that didn't add up. So when mm-hmm. I did the math, it didn't add up. Then I said, okay, if that's the case, why not use these dollars efficiently mm-hmm. and uh, provide better benefit for employees? Uh, and um, that's one part. But the other part is, why should I learn at the dental office and um, really uh, make myself feel bad and argue that, hey, I have insurance. Why are you asking for money, right? So going there without um, knowledge of what is covered, what is not covered. So non-transparent nature of healthcare is what really uh, gave me a motivation to bring transparency and say, hey, uh, before you go anywhere, this is what is covered, what is not covered. This is how much you can get paid. This is how much it costs. Do you have other options? So we are living in 21st century with smartphones, Uber. So if you're still thinking about a cab and taking away cash, and that's that's uh, our negotiating prices are, you don't know how much it costs until you travel or uh, it's just not the right. Uh, so the 21st century millennials, they demand transparency and get it done now. Don't, don't bother me afterwards. Don't send me uh, surprise bills. So all that can be solved with technology and provide a frictionless experience for employees, for consumers. And uh, that's what triggered me to really venture into this. Very interesting. So what would you say in terms of marketing or promotion has been beneficial for growing Bento so far? So... Um, educating CFOs or HR or CEOs is very important that mm-hmm. what they can get let's say we are living in a town or a country that never saw smartphone all they saw is flip phone they think that the flip phone is the best mm-hmm. and uh, they are paying like let's say $200 per month um, connectivity fee access fee Oh, I have the best phone, flip phone. I have the best rate, $200. Until they hear that, hey, there's something called smartphone, which only costs $49 per month access. And you can do surfing, you can do um, videos, you can do photos, you can do all the kinds of stuff. It's like computer in hand. Mm -hmm. So how would they know if you don't educate them? So you have to market to people that, hey, you have a better option available. Mm-hmm. This is what you are seeing every day. This is what you are shown. But there is something better mm-hmm. that you can get for lower price. So only marketing can do that. Right. Um, so that's uh, that's uh, why I believe marketing is very important to our business. Right. So you've actually, with growing your current company, have been using associations uh, to and leveraging their networks 
to get in front of your ideal customers because with what you're doing, you need to get in front of dentists, correct? Uh, right. and, and essentially sell to their dental practices. Uh, so how how has working with associations been helpful to you? It's very helpful because they do have um, contacts and they can get to them via email or via um, podcast or um, we do webinars and they can set up a webinar and um, get that information across. That's the uh, on that side, uh, dentist side, but we still have to get to employers, CFOs or um, CEOs or uh, benefit managers. Mm -hmm. That's on the other side. So mm -hmm. on the other side, we still have to get to them. How do we get to them? Is we use some LinkedIn marketing, uh, and we also use brokers um, to get our message to them. Uh, so it's that's that's where a lot of marketing work is required for us because on the dental side associations are helping us market but on the employer group side or the business side and enterprises that's a, a different marketing right yeah it, it can be tricky when you have to kind of go after two different yeah in order for your product to be successful, right? Because you've got to get into, you got to talk to CFOs to get them to include this into their um, plan, yeah. their their plans. But you got to get dentists so that they're signed up as well, yeah. uh, and it becomes attractive on both sides. So you used associations to break into the dentist. Yes. Yeah of that equation is that something that you've used before like in your previous companies have you ever used associations no. before? No. what what inspired you to do it this time with this company uh i figured they they have the uh, they have access because these are um thousands and thousands right like 100 and if if the entire world has 500 customers then i i can have a couple of sales guys call all of them um or use uh distribution but if if, they, if you have one hundred and eighty thousand mm -hmm. people in the country, and every year new dentists are coming and graduating, there is no other way I can get to them unless I have uh, contacts. And the only person who might have our contacts are the associations. So right. because these big people become member of ADA American Dental Association once they graduate, and most people maintain their membership. That means. The, uh, the associations have access to these people uh, because of the volume mm -hmm. that I got an idea. This is the best way to do it. Right. Uh, because you can't use the same thing we used in the previous company, this company, because it, the sales uh, volume and sales process is different. Right. Of course. Yeah, that would be a lot trickier because you're you're selling to like businesses, but to a large volume of them. So that's that's very that's very interesting. It, that's an interesting tactic. Um so how so you actually became endorsed by the American Dental Association, correct? How yeah. how did you go about getting that endorsement and and networking with them so that they you're you're partnered with them? Yeah, so we did the demo of the platform and said, hey, none of the insurance companies bring any value add to dental offices. Hmm. 
and uh, dental offices are um, really struggling uh, with inefficiencies. They're spending a lot of money to get paid from insurance companies. And they're making unfortunate errors that they're losing revenue. And sometimes they're also having bad debt. Some patients walk away um, and never pay um, or forget to pay. So um, when we demoed it and said, hey, if you do a cloud-based B2B or system platform where a patient can be adjudicated instantly, that way the patient's portion the patient can pay using credit card or HS or FSA and the company money, the plan dollars are transferred instantly without going through phone calls, claims. That brings down the operating expenses in dental office. So ADA's members who are dentists can benefit from this platform, mm-hmm. improve their profits, mm-hmm. their bottom line. And uh, when we do the, did the demo and we showed them that this is this is useful to your members, uh, and if you can endorse us and promote us, that's something you're bringing something new to your members that can help them uh, increase their bottom line. That's how uh, we got endorsement. So you demoed it to the. Um the executives who are running this association how did, yeah. how did you get in contact with them um through my marketing guy marketing guy i had um i told him we need to get endorsement from ada so he mm-hmm. found somebody who knows somebody through linkedin and um, approached uh and then after that i took over and then i did the demo and presentations took twice uh and met them in chicago in person, uh, they believed it. They once they saw the platform, the benefits that they their members can get, and uh, they endorsed us. Um, so, yeah, it's at first you have to put, understand why you are doing it and uh, how to go about it, and then it's a, a matter of finding somebody who knows somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then okay. our our local dentists in the map from Massachusetts also uh, gave us recommendation uh they're also members of ada so they said yeah we have seen the product we like it we are seeing the patients and um, so that also gives um more credibility with the with the ada so your local dentists they like recommended you to like other uh members that they yeah. knew yeah interesting okay well that's a good that's a good pathway to follow then so go through your extended network see if you can demo this to the the end users of your product essentially and then uh if they are members of the association like try to network your way in with with them as a contact yeah yeah exactly and if you have like you want to go to a mom and you have four children and get hold of one child and the child can get you to mom too and then mom gets to the other four children now you have all the children covered yeah, that's good. That's an interesting analogy. <laughs> that works. That makes sense. Um, so that actually 
once you're partnered with this association, that's giving you like access to their entire network, which covers like most of the dentists in the United States, right? And it's giving you credibility as well, because they trust that this entity is like providing them with good recommendations and they're probably using it to keep up with like industry news, right? Yeah. Yeah. So great. Um, So with that, in what way are you partnering with this uh, American Dental Association? Like, do you have to pay them anything in order to like be a, a partner? Um, we don't have to pay them anything, but we do have to participate in their conferences. Okay. Uh, so uh, with the booth, mm-hmm. uh, so that, that costs us money. Other than that, uh, we don't have to pay them anything. But that's so, a double benefit for us because when you go to conference, you have to buy a booth anyway. Um, yeah. And then there is a lot of dentists going to that conference and walking through your booth and trying to find out what the product is, seeing the demo. So we have to buy every year their booth. So they just have like one big conference that everybody to in the nation. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Um so that was kind of like the terms of your agreement up front when you became like a partner or sponsor yeah. uh, with them. So um, did they already have some kind of partnership program in place or some kind of sponsorship program in place? Or did you just negotiate that between um, uh, you and the e- e- executives of that organization? Yeah, they don't have any program in place for our kind of product. Okay. They do have a um, program in place for other products like uh, um, toothpaste or like uh, um, um, other dental related uh, products um, where the dentist can use them, but not a software platform like ours. And they have not endorsed any insurance company to date. They have never endorsed any software company to date, SaaS mm-hmm. company to date. We are the only ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we really bring value to dental office. We're not just selling them something and it's free. Dentists, our platform is 100% free for dentists. Mm. And we're bringing the value um, and decreasing their operating expenses. Wow. Okay. That does make sense. I could see why. So we're, we're, I guess the the play here from the the software uh, CEO or marketer's perspective is think about how this is going to be beneficial to like the end user, because that's what the associations are really going to care about. They care about adding value to their members, yep. and justifying kind of the price of that, whatever membership fee that they're paying. And exactly. Yeah. We know the best, we know the best people, we know the best software that you yep. should be using. Okay. So that makes, that makes a lot of sense. So you want to, you want to craft your pitch in terms of how this is like better and more valuable than whatever they're using currently. So it's almost like you're selling to them as a customer. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, And let's say that I work at a SaaS right now and like I want to leverage associations um, as part of my marketing strategy, like step-by-step what would you tell me to do in order to uh, start implementing that in my company? So I would um, identify which association or which associations that have 
influence over your end clients and customers. Mm -hmm. That's one, number one, identification. And it was easy for us because there's only one American Dental Association, right? Each state has their own dental association. So that's once we get American Dental Association, we got Texas Dental Association, Florida Dental Association, Georgia, mm -hmm. Tennessee. So, but that's, you got, you got mothership anyway. That's one. Um, and then the second thing is, see what their their marketing strategies are. Do they market to their members more often? New products or new services um, to add value to their members? Because some associations are for name only. They don't do anything. Then it's a waste of time. So if, if, they, <coughs> if they do, <laughs> excuse me. If if you if you uh, are convinced that the time spent is well worth, then I would spend time because they do have access. One one big thing plus is they do have access to the right people with contact numbers, emails, and man, uh, that you can buy sometimes outside too from third party. But here, there is a credibility. They once they reach the end client of yours will pick up the phone or will. Uh, consider it and take it serious look at it so i would <clears throat> make sure that this association has the um, infrastructure and our their own marketing team or their own uh, group that's business development or whatever their own uh, channels to get to their uh, members and uh, once uh, I understand that that's uh, um, there in place, then I would approach the executive director of the association, our board chair, or somebody at the highest level possible, and give them a quick demo of what their members can benefit. Because demos go a long way. People like demos and see that it's a real product and real value and um, articulate to them that they, it's it's a, it's value add to your members and uh, it's a win-win mm -hmm. situation and that's it and then uh, go about it and then manage it right you, you still have to manage it in a sense that hey what is our communication strategy on a monthly basis or quarterly basis to your members because you can't sign a deal and quite thinking that they'll do the job for you still have to manage it uh, make sure that the communication information is correct the way you want to communicate is the way they are communicating um, that's and they're doing webinars for on your behalf uh, so that more people participate they're sending emails so you still have to manage it and then there, you'll see the results so are you essentially giving them like the text of some email copy or email marketing yeah. to use? Okay. Yeah. And, you, you're and then they'll modify it. Yeah, they'll modify it. Okay. Yeah, we'll do the content, uh, actual content, and but they'll modify it a little bit because they, they don't want it to look like they're pushing something. We want it. We want it to look like pushing something. They want to look like more informational, more informational and say, hey, this is possible if we do this way. So they would modify a little bit in in a way it looks more more friendlier than than salesy. Okay, and then they're incorporating that copy into their existing email newsletters that's yeah. already coming out. Yeah. Okay, and so are you? Do you just have a a set of 
copy that you share with them like at the beginning yeah. of the year or like once a quarter or something and then yeah, they- once a quarter we share we share any updates um and then they publish it um with their logo we we yeah, we we do once a quarter and give them updates and any change in language or any update in the product um, so, so are you updating the like board chair or like do you have some contact within the larger association that oh yeah yeah they have to yeah that's that's another thing um, when we look at they have the infrastructure to communicate mm-hmm. and they have the contact person dedicated to work with us um otherwise the board chair um is not there i mean they have their own jobs and they're like uh most associations are non-profits uh, right. so you can't get anywhere there they don't work for you right so but they do have most associations uh, have uh, executive director and under executive director they have team members mm-hmm. so we have to identify if they can provide a team member who works with us and internally work with their own uh, newsletter team work with their own email communication team work with their own blogs team so you need one contact person project manager from their side okay that makes ton of sense yeah. um thank you so much ron this was very helpful we don't often get to hear about like how to get into an association so that's a that's a that's a different angle that uh, more B2B SaaS companies can start taking advantage of. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. You want to get to masses, many of these, you, you need something like that. Mm. But if your clients are limited, you know who they are, and mm-hmm. let's say they're 500 in the entire country, mm-hmm. then that's different, right? Then you need a personal, uh, you can do personal touch and you can call them and you can demo directly to clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you if it is thousands and thousands and thousands, all all over the place some of them are mom and pops so it's it's a, you need some bigger uh so um, organization like this yeah that makes perfect sense all right and as we wrap up i just wanted to um ask if there's anything that you'd like to promote or anywhere you'd like people to be able to get in touch with you yeah no if they are looking for better benefit dental benefit for their employees for the same money or save money like 30 to 40 percent of their current spend um mm-hmm. i'd like to help them and okay. or if they don't provide dental benefit at all for cost reasons i would still like to help them because I, I, we can do a, a modest benefit for their employees mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. yeah so that way because the oral health is very important that's first line of defense and if you do they have bad bad oral health it affects the rest of the oral health and the rest of the health and if it affects the rest of health then your healthcare costs go up your health insurance premiums can go up so i urge ceos benefit managers to think about it and say encourage your people to go preventive oral care mm-hmm. and to do that you have to provide some kind of benefit mm-hmm. uh, and especially if somebody is uh, having some other issues like kidney issues or heart issues or somebody is pregnant or somebody has any anything beyond normal and need more uh, care in terms of their oral health. Uh, that's why we brought this solution to the market uh, so that nobody can complain and say, oh, I, the insurance is very expensive. I can't, do, I can't buy. 
Um, so that's why I think, and if you if you want your employees to have best experience, uh, Uber experience as opposed to Yellow Cab, because if you're buying Blue Cross or Cigna and those guys are Yellow Cabs, you don't know how much it costs, you get surprise bills, uh, very friction. Uh, so if you want a frictionless experience like Uber experience for your employees uh, for their dental care uh, and still save money, you can talk to us. All right. Well, I feel like a lot of people are going to get value out of that. Hopefully we are transforming the dental care industry and making uh, American health insurance a lot better, or at least yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. Either way, it's going to be better. Yeah. <laughs> So much, Ram. Um, Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Forward Launch Your SaaS. If you'd like summaries, show notes, transcripts, downloads, and other helpful links and resources to help you implement the tactics you've heard here, then you can one, go to forwardlauncherSaas.com and two, subscribe to our email newsletter. Lastly, don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, colleagues, and neighbors, and head over to iTunes to leave us a rating and review. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.